Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. aka poker and politics and welcome to another episode of adventures in hell world i am joined as always by surge hello nasty weirdos i brought it back i took a week off and the mysterious l guten tag and beautiful babies <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh this week uh let's just say a lot of stuff happened which is kind of the way the world works but this week in our little uh, slice of uh, insanity that is uh, Hellworld, uh, there was just a ton of things going on that I don't know how many of them we're going to like really get into the weeds on and how many of them we're just going to cover on the surface, but there's just stuff happening, which is wild. Because like sometimes when uh, me and the guys like get together to brainstorm what we're going to talk about, we're like, well, we got three headlines. I hope that covers it. <laughs> yeah, that, that has happened. This week, not so much. This week has been uh, chock-a-blocka full of headlines. Uh, but before we get into all that stuff, let's play a content warning. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Boom. Yeah, that's get right. This, 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 ain't, this ain't your mama's podcast. Yes. Yeah, take all what kind of podcasts do moms listen to? Uh, I mean, I hope sexy podcasts because I'm nah. a no lover of moms. This is this has come up on a few other shows in the past. If my mom listens to any podcasts, they're about quilting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've met your mom and uh, she's she's a delight, but I would not want to find out if she likes sexy podcasts. No, I'd that, see that, that would be a shocker. Quilting podcasts. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, there's a million of them. 
I mean, you got to figure that there would have to be because there's a lot of downtime in quilting. So there's like, I imagine that you listen to the podcast while you're just while your hands are just working, right? They're all they're all deeply political. They're just they're just rife with like the secret Nazi communists. Like, oh man, they're so dark. What's what's the name of your what's the name of your favorite political quilting podcast? Oh, um, mine is White Tapestry. The 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 right. (laughs) The right hand stitch. I there we know. go. That's, yeah. Oh man, you, you got you guys are wet, are thinking way on your feet this week. I I'm so I, terrible with puns, and El knows it. <laughs> he just put me right on the spot, and I was like, "I'll think of something." I just need to put the word "right" in it. Yeah, you got there, buddy. That that, that was that was why I I, I offered mine mm-hmm. up first to give you like the extra ten seconds worth of time for your brain yeah. to work. Yeah. Fourteen yeah. stitches. Uh, now I'm now, now all I'm thinking of is like a family feud version of this podcast where like various right wing uh, stitching uh, quilting podcasts are popping up on the screen and so far Sarge is hitting on all of them. <laughs> how many there's, how there's, many dog whistles does Ellen Sarge know? Right, but I'm, I'm just like saying that you didn't get anywhere that where the person said something that's obviously terrible, and, yeah. the, entire, and, the, and the entire family groans for five seconds before they then do the fake clapping and saying "good answer" when they know they're getting a strike. So, like, how do how do we feel about Hale Quitler? Quilter? Quilter? Uh, you're, you're, now you're now you're heading towards strike territory. Mm. Cash out, Sarge. Target. Yes. <laughs> we expected more from you because quilting, like being Caucasian, is in your blood. So, <laughs> your pure Aryan blood. Yes. Yes. Oh no, I'm. They they won't come for me for that. I'm I'm such yeah. Yeah. a mishmash of Europe. If you wanted to work Hitler into there, I would suggest Mein Comforter. Oh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's gonna be like when, when mike lindell finally mike. When, when mike lindell finally goes full hard right that's gonna be like my, my pillow's like signature products is gonna be my <laughs> comforter oh yeah uh like but uh speaking of the pure bloods as it were which is not a uh this is this is like the QAnon idiot world and not our headlines but uh I've been seeing a bunch of people now more aggressively pushing the narrative that they don't want to be called unvaccinated anymore. They want to be called pure bloods because their blood isn't rife with the tainted vaccine that toxifies Whoa. your body and impure and impurifies you, which um, again, uh, using the terminology pure blood to describe yourself and being in a group of people that are basically Nazis is not really that great a move unless you just want to be really on brand about that stuff. And you're just like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've got to imagine that they're going to pivot off of that. The first time some like unvaccinated African Americans, just like, yeah, I'm a pure blood. And they're going to yeah. be like, wait a minute, but uh, we're not so sure about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm the opposite of that. Cause I'm going to be scheduling my booster, especially before the holidays and especially before uh, a trip I'm taking in uh january so yeah i i I do have a big event in january that requires me to be around people so i'm sort of on the on the booster shot clock yeah Yeah. we we were talking about this before the podcast and i i propose that instead of them trying to call themselves pure bloods they should just call vaccinated people mug bloods 
because yeah. J.K. Rowling is like a turfy loser anyway. So like, let's just rope her into this bullshit because no harm, no foul. The people who love Harry <laughs> Potter can still the people who love Harry Potter can still love Harry Potter. But I don't know anyone that still loves Harry Potter and still is just like. And you know what? I also think that J.K. Rowling is still pretty cool. Like they're all just <laughs> like, look, I like what she made, but she sucks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there is some aggressive death of the artist in the Harry Potter series. It's just yeah, kind of like, yeah, like there's you've been so to this many... on the podcast before. I love CeeLo Green still. He's a monster, but he made good mm. music. Same with Michael Jackson. Sometimes you just have to separate that shit. So I try not to judge people that like Harry Potter any more than I was already judging them for having their favorite book series before children. Oh, me, me, I, me, I me mean, some like thirty six year old woman, and she's just like my favorite books are Harry Potter. I'm just like you know those are four children, right? Those are like children's novels. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the weeb side of it, I like I I grew up loving Roroni Kenshin, and that guy is a co- convicted pedophile. That one's a little harder to to go back to, uh, but. Man, well, I mean, yeah. it, it also helps that like they were they were making that cartoon in the '90s or whatever, so it just looks mm-hmm. bad. It, it's like yeah. it's like it's it's easy not to go back to it because it looks like shit. <laughs> so it, 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 like helps. It, I don't it's, think like, for- it's not like if you found out that like that like the the people that created Cowboy Bebop were doing genocide on the side. You're just like, yeah. fuck, man, this sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> this animation slaps, and and damn, I, I would like to enjoy it still. Oh man, yeah, it's so like Death of the Author is. So- so weird like it you just have to you you have to figure out where you stand on it anymore because something you like is going to be made by someone truly awful it's just coming for you oh luckily the the internet well the internet allows us all to have it both ways because you Mm -hmm. can still like you can still like and consume media from an artist that is horrible without supporting them, even sort of. You can just use the internet to steal their shit in any number of ways. Now, mm-hmm. the Avengers of Hellworld podcast itself does not support the theft of anything. That's technically a crime. So don't do that. But if you were inclined to do that, you can, and therefore you can still uh, consume that stuff guilt-free. Yeah, like, if I were to want to read, for example, that I brought up, if I wanted to read the Kinshin manga again, uh, you know, maybe I'd just find do torrent sites even exist anymore, or I'd go to like a secondhand bookstore. Like the answer, the, the answer is yes. And hypothetically, if you wanted to steal them, you could. And hypothetically, if I wanted to steal every album for every shitty artist that I still enjoy, I could do that too. Yeah, they're all out there. Oh, Stitch Krieg. I just thought of that. Stitch Krieg. I love that we're still there. God, I, I, I really hope that, like, uh, L just says, good speed, Patriots, and Sarge just jumps in with another dumb right-wing quilting thing at the end. I, his his I, brain uh, just should be churning with them for like, the next 90-plus minutes. That's how it works. It's all cooking in the back now, and I'll, I'll think of a real good one as soon as we sign off. But, uh, yeah, had to get that one out there. Oh, man. Do we? <laughs> do yeah, we, we, wanna... we, we we've vamped for a little while. Do we want to get into the the fucking grim reality of our world and situation by doing our headlines? Yeah, like give me plan. that news bump. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Old uh, old Buffalo Hat uh, Q Shaman himself actually got sentenced, and I think it is the largest sentence so far handed down to a. January 6th writer. Yes. Uh, the Q, yeah. The Q shaman got himself uh, 41 months of uh, prison time uh, from his plea deal, 
which uh, I've seen a lot of. Uh, I mean, the thing is, it's a really weird thing because on the one hand, he didn't do anything violent, but on the other hand, he was very obviously trying to make himself the center of attention and he wanted to be the spectacle and the spotlight of all this stuff. So this sentencing, it's really, it's like, it's like you can look at it from, you can look at it from two sides where like they threw a book at a guy that was nonviolent, but on the other side, he was a guy that stood in the well of the Senate and was just like, I am the champion of the people that have attacked the Capitol like celebrate me. So it's like when you, when you put yourself out there as like the focal point of this thing, you can expect like the hammer to fall on you a little bit harder. And yeah, I mean, if, if you go out fucking dressed like a lightning rod, you shouldn't be surprised when lightning strikes you. Yeah. If you stand in front of the book, they're gonna throw it at you. If you demand for the book to hit you, yeah. uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah that, that's how religious thing that, that sounds like a christianity thing i stand in front of the book please hit me <laughs> i mean you're, you're probably right like, and I, yeah. I want to see that music video i just want to see somebody with like their arms outstretched like appealing to some like giant bible that just crushes them <laughs> let's see uh, uh, JJ McNabb, who, if you're not following on Twitter, uh, she's a very good uh, researcher into the uh, right wing extremism and this kind of stuff, uh, stated, uh, quote, the message sent here is if this is what a plea deal netted the QAnon guy for nonviolent leadership participation. Imagine how long your sentence will be if you go to trial for violent offense and lose. Yeah, so, like zip tie guy. Yeah, like zip tie guy and the people that actually like knocked in the windows and kicked down the doors to get in, like the people that were actually doing stuff that uh, was violent and was aggressive. Um, this is uh, if if the nonviolent lightning rod uh, guy got himself forty one months. What are you looking at if you decide to like test the patience of the uh, of of the of the DOJ and make them go to trial and make them say, "Here's the videotape of this idiot doing this dumb shit." We've he, here's his cell phone data tracking him walking through the Capitol that we can then like in real time monitor from the cameras. I mean, Mike, have you heard anything about the nature of his plea? Did he like flip on anyone, or is it just like you agree to never? dress like an idiot and do this shit again. Like, do you I, know I, any of that? He didn't, I don't think he had any information on anyone above him. Cause he is of himself. Just, just a loner who was building the Q shaman brand. It was, it wasn't like he had, it wasn't like he was tied to the oath keepers or the three percenters or the proud boys or any of those groups. And that was one of the main reasons why QAnon was so able to aggressively throw him into kick him to the curb. Once, once the, once the coup failed and once uh, daddy Trump wasn't going to be president anymore, QAnon was able to call him a deep state Antifa infiltrator. And that was because I don't think he had anything. I think his guilty plea was just, look, I did it. I throw myself on the mercy of the court. And the court was like, our mercy is 41 months because, again, you were doing everything you possibly could to make this about yourself, which when you are committing a crime and an army of people committing crimes, trying to make yourself king crime might not be the best plan. King crime. That would be, uh, 
Maybe he uh, he and other people like him should uh, go ahead and ask Henry Tario uh, what prison's like before they decide <laughs> to do a little more crime. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening who might not know, Henry Tario is a uh, a leader uh, in the uh, in the Proud Boys, and uh, he's currently on day seventy. Uh, well, as of when this uh, article was posted, of his uh, five month jail term, and he was appealing to do the rest of his uh, sentence at home because. This jail is inhumane and bad. I don't like it. This this jail stinks. The food's not good. It's unsanitary. It's just like, oh, wow. Yeah, it sounds like uh, prison is not great, and it never has been great, and fuck you. <laughs> like, it, it's yeah. just like, I, I, I expect this guy, apparently, to come out of whatever, you know, he like whatever uh, sentence he has, and uh, I expect him to start stumping for prison reform. Will he? Absolutely not. But, oh, but, yeah. but should he? Absolutely. I mean, he's he's griping about it as we speak. I guess oh. a bunch of these idiots have started griping for prison reform because they've all been in the Washington, D.C. jail. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking about how she saw a bunch of the one six defendants in their in their jail cells awaiting trial and how inhumane and cruel all of this is and how terribly unfair it is. Is Marjorie going to lead the Republican Party on a, a quest for prison reform? Absolutely not. All these people are saying is, I'm white. How the fuck is this happening to a white person? Yeah. These this these inhuman conditions in America's prisons were supposed to only be for those people that are not white and thus not the privileged people. They, they never cared for a moment that uh, black people and Hispanic people and, and, who are targeted by police far more aggressively than whites are that have to deal with our prison system far more often than white people do. They suffer in this bullshit and none of them care. None of them care in the slightest. But now that it's my constituents read white people that are uh, feeling the taste of how shitty America's prison system is. Oh my God, the, the plight of the white prisoner in America, who will speak to that? Who will get on their soapbox and demand that to happen? Yeah. Oh, man. And how many of these people do you think were the people pumping the fist over Gitmo back in the day? Well, they're just like, yeah, that person's Arab. Put him in that prison that abides by no rules where torture is legal. Fucking get him. Oh, yeah. The, like, the, we just did some of these people to Gitmo. Let's do it. Yeah. The, the, the people like Sean Hannity was huh. talking about how he was going to get waterboarded to prove that it wasn't torture. Spoiler alert. Hannity never got waterboarded because he was a coward and he knew that it was torture. Uh, yeah, these people. Yeah, when it when it comes to non-white people, uh, the Geneva Convention can be thrown into a into a fucking shredder. They don't care about anything. Torture is great. We, li- I mean, as sick as the Trump administration was, and it was very bad. Under the eight years of W, we actually had a national conversation about is torture good? Which <laughs> I mean, holy shit! I mean, no, that's why we don't do it. We outsource it. Yeah, did uh, did you have to do any of that like SEAL training, Sarge, where like they actually torture you to show you what it's like? Or were I thought you, you were going to ask me if I did any torture, and I was yeah, like, well, that's not a conversation did... that I want you recorded. Like... Yeah, would you like <laughs> to admit on camera or, or on uh, on camera because that's we're we're doing this live for all of those people out there. No. Would you like to commit to uh, on on a radio broadcast saying whether or not you did any uh, any torture? Did you do a torture? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Well, the, the, truth, the truth with. is that no U.S. military personnel did any what? torturing. Uh, several of them, however, did do enhanced interrogation. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, and, and no, I didn't go through any like advanced like SEAL training or anything where they actually do that. 
Uh, everybody in basic training goes to the gas chamber where you get uh, CS gas and like to prove that to you that your gas mask works. And uh, it's real fun. Yeah, and Andrew explains to you why you should be wearing your fucking gas mask, you huge dumb dumb. Because if you're not wearing it, this is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's what that's what we should do to fucking the these uh, quote unquote pure blood idiots. We should just be like, hey, if you don't want the vaccination, that's fine. Go into this room, and we're gonna intubate you. Like you will, do, we're just going to make you experience what it's like to have the tube if you need it, and then you can make your informed vaccination. Like here, time for your twenty four hours of the tube down your throat. Let's see if you come out of it with a different opinion on how vaccinations are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or or just like actually like okay, well then it's it's like the old chickenpox days. You have to go get exposed to COVID. You have to go get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if if you want herd immunity and you won't get vaccinated, then just get it and, and recover from it. I mean, that's that's fair's fair. You guys are talking about herd immunity and all that stuff, so just uh, stock up on your vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc, and your ivermectin, and you'll be fine, your, right? Yeah, your your sheep drench. Yeah, is it a little hypocritical of me to want people that uh that, to talk about how torture is bad and then say I want the anti-vax to have to do twenty four hours of intubation? Yes. No follow-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it torture or is it actively thinking they should no- understand the consequences of their actions? Uh, I mean, pro- probably a little column A, a little column B. Yeah. Like, for, for what I understand, getting the tube sucks. So I yeah. bet the people that have to get the tube would would say that it might be torturous. Uh, yeah, it, yeah it, the it, ones that survive, if you're on intubation, there's a good chance you uh, you're not coming back home. Yeah, intubation is absolutely last ditch, and that's why so many people die from it, and that's what leads to people like Alex Jones and other conspiracy theorists saying that the intubation itself kills you, that like you're fine until they put the tube in you, and then they kill you with it. Well, dying's not so bad. It just brings you into the warm, bosomy embrace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the only Lord and Savior that should be allowed in our country, according to Michael Flynn. Yeah, I believe you mean white Jesus. Oh, the, the, uh, why would I have to specify Jesus is clearly white? Yeah, the, yeah, that had to be so odd in ancient Palestine to have the Messiah just have incredibly pale skin and blonde hair. I mean, I mean, it, it probably made him stand out. It probably made it, people buy into him more because that was how he looked. But so where, still- where did former General Flynn say these incredibly insightful things? What What exactly did he say? Uh, you- Michael Michael Flynn was at uh, your standard Michael Flynn uh, Grifto rally, and while he was standing before a crowd of basically QAnon people, uh, he declared that America is. Um, it was a reawakening America conference, uh, and oh at boy. This- yeah, at this conference, uh, Flynn declared that America needs one religion uh, in, under God, and that is like the, our new message and our new position for the country is that uh, we we can't be allowing all this uh, multiculturalism and other non-Christian religions to be uh, allowed to uh, be sticking around, as it were. So... Our boy Flynn, as everyone has pointed out, this kind of flies in the face of the First Amendment, which is really uh, supposed to be the bedrock principle of America, that we let people say what they want, we let people worship who they want, all of that kind of good stuff. Um, 
our boy Thomas Jefferson, who uh, QAnon is always whining about liberals wanting to cancel him. Uh, Thomas Jefferson said, uh, quote, it doesn't bother me if someone worships one God or no gods. It neither picks my pocket nor breaks my leg. It it doesn't cost me money and it doesn't hurt me physically for someone's religious system. It doesn't impact me at all. I don't care. So like the founding fathers were really, really, they weren't, they weren't hardcore Christians. They were very sort of uh, not, they weren't big into religion as it were. And they saw what happened in Europe and the rest of the world when you had religious based monarchies and then the Protestant King of a country dies and he's got a, he's got a Catholic cousin and a Protestant cousin. And it's like, who, who should be King? Oh, I know what will happen. We'll go to war to try to install one of them because that impacts the entire nation and all the balance of power in Europe. And so when they founded America, they were like, you know what we're going to do? Fuck religion. It's bullshit. It's dumb. It just leads to fucking all kinds of infighting and bullshit. So we're not doing it. We're doing none of it. And 200 years later, Americans are like, you know what we need in America now? More religion. Fuck the founding fathers. Yeah. I think I think you nailed it. We, we definitely tilted towards more religion. As someone who lives in technically the Bible Belt. Yeah. I, I've stopped at a gas pump that actively spouted Bible verses at me one time. Like it's uh, we've skewed towards the more side. Well, it's good. I to love, see that, I love that, that he was speaking at a, a reawakening America convention, yeah. America convention, because the implication there is that America was awakened before and then went to sleep. And it's just like, okay, well, would you like to pinpoint to me the exact time that America went back to sleep? Because if, if I had to guess, I'd probably assume it was, around the time of the civil rights movement, or if you want to go further back to that, like around the same time as women's suffrage or around the same time as we stopped owning people. Like the, 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 I just, I just love all the, all the clever ways that they, they say their agenda without trying to say their agenda. We're reawakening yeah. America. We're taking it back to when America was great. It's just like, okay, well, why don't you tell me the exact date that America stopped being great? And then they're just like, uh, because they know that if they give you an answer, you could just be like, Hey, isn't that the same day that black people were allowed to integrate? And they'll just be like, well, yeah, but this is coincidence. It's coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> what does it have to do with anything? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't change the way mustard tastes. And it's yeah. just like, okay, good. Yeah. I want to, I want to let you know what the crawl on the bottom of the screen for the Michael Flynn uh, thing was. On the, on the left, you see Reawaken America. And then in the middle, it says presented by AmericanFaith.com. And then on the right, it says request tickets at TimeToFreeAmerica.com. So, like, they're laying it on just a little thick at this rally. There's a, yeah, a to, lot to of free America from secularism. There's yes. a lot of words in there that are very scary. They're, yeah. I mean, they're they're all but saying replacement theory, yeah. like getting getting real close to it. Yeah, Trump twenty twenty four. The rules have changed. I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're going we're going to that place. We're going to that shitty land. The rules have changed. They're, they're, yeah. they're ready to fucking sit you down and like you know fucking peel peel your eyelids back and make you watch. Uh, I don't know, uh, that, that, that show fucking Davy and Goliath or whatever it was. <laughs> like, just like, you know, make you watch Christian children's programming until you love Jesus again. 
Yeah, yeah. The, the, the people who are always complaining about the left wing reopening uh, re-education camps and making us uh, conform to their doctrines are the people who are right now trying to edit our history books so that people can't find out about what monstrous racist Americans were in the 1960s and all that good shit. It's, it's strange how re-education is as like a pejorative slur in their minds that the evil left does. But in reality, they're the ones who desperately want to rewrite history. They're the ones and who... then the heroic, benevolent, Christian whites graciously invited Africans in droves to pick their lucrative cotton fields and everyone was happy. That's, that's how Tom, they want the textbooks to read. Uh, Thomas Jefferson definitely got consent from that woman he owned. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say like, like the, the ideal, like uh, Christian conservative, uh, oh. like, you know, history textbook. It just like, like the, 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 the signing of the declaration of independence happens. And then the next chapter is just like, a single page that said, and then some stuff happened before Donald Trump, the world's greatest president, appeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but pretty much. Yeah, that, that's what that, that's their view of American history is the glorious revolution uh, ellipsis Donald Trump. That's it. Like it, 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 if they're feeling saucy, they might let Reagan have a little time in the, in the sun to have a little shine. Oh, Reagan. But, but that's about it. I mean. It's it's really incredible the the way Republican history works in our country that for the longest time until Trump won the presidency the Republicans literally had no uh like they had no staking post to like claim as their actual like the founder of their movement the people that the the guy that like led America they had to stick to Reagan and he was last president in 1988 I mean a lot of people like people younger than me did not grow up under President Reagan so they, he's they doesn't he's not a cultural touchstone but you think about all the presidents they had around that time and Nixon resigned in disgrace Ford was a bumbling moron who lost to Jimmy fucking Carter then Pappy Bush lost to Bill Clinton, and W. Bush was a colossal failure and a train wreck. So literally, out of all these presidents, they were like, God damn it, the only person we could even like try to claim was good was the senile actor who gave arms to Iran. But he was great because he managed to limp through his eight-year presidency without... Uh, having to resign or losing a re-election or just or uh, getting us involved in a failed war in Iraq and letting uh, New Orleans sink under the ocean or anything. So that's what we call a win in Republican world. Yeah, and I love how, how like it, it, conservatives got themselves all twisted up and not so bad over the Obama administration that they were just like, fuck it. Like if the, if the next guy we get in is a colossal trade wreck and a fuck up, like it doesn't matter. We still just have to go all in on him. It does. Like they're just like, it doesn't matter if we get G- George W part two. It like, if this like, we, we can't afford to keep taking these L's. We just have to push all of our fucking chips in the middle on the next guy. And oh, the next yeah. guy happened to be Donald Trump. Holy <laughs> Trump, shit. Trump reached Kim Jong Il levels of like, Oh, of, of like just, cognitive dissonance just what he glorious leader can like score five touchdowns uh it, it by himself and like uh, play golf and shot, 
yeah, played yeah. golf and shot an eighteen. Yeah, just all of that stuff. Just uh, yeah, they, Donald Trump, Donald Trump is was was such a such a huge fuck up and like just a, a, a monstrous influence on our country. It makes uh, even us liberals miss the warm blanket like embrace of George W. Yeah. It's like oh. <laughs> GW, please come back. Oh, 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 W, we didn't, we didn't know how good we had it. Oh no, w you, you were truly, you were too stupid to fuck up as bad as Trump did. He was a monster, but at least he was a political monster. Like, God, Trump is for himself. Well, uh, the the Republican Party just kicked uh, the Republican Party of, of Wyoming just kicked Liz Cheney out of the Republican Party. Because of her lack of fealty to Donald Trump, I mean that's that's what this party is now. It's literally a cult of personality around a failed one-term president who lost his bid for re-election by eight million votes and uh, and got destroyed in the electoral college. And yet, like if you go on social media, you'll see so many people on, in the left of America be like, oh, God, Trump's a shoe in to beat Biden in 2024. Oh, we're so screwed. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I it, it, I just, it, any hypothetical poll you see, you see where Trump's like even in the ballpark, that is just uh, people who have managed, who have the attention span of goldfish, who've forgotten what Trump is like. If the 2024 campaign kicks back up and, and Donald Trump's on your television every day for for nine months, people are going to remember real quick what a fucking clown he is. Like the There's more so many sound bites, it didn't matter so much the first time he got elected, but. Now there's a whole like incompetent presidency to attach to those sound bites. So hopefully that would uh, keep keep the memory fresh. Uh, well, speaking you, of, so go. Oh, no, you can go. No, go, go on. I was just say speaking of fresh memories. Uh, remember Dealey Plaza? The Kennedys sure do. <laughs> and so does QAnon. Apparently, these dum dums. I've watched the videos that like Karma and you guys post. And they're still in Dealey Plaza two weeks later, singing and like having a hate in. I almost call it a love in. It it is the this is honestly getting to a really dark place now. There are this I've I've had people like talk about how they don't like referring to QAnon as a cult because of the, like various like things that are cult denotes. And they're just like, this shit is actual cult shit. Like, they're like, now they've broken every barrier to what's going on here. And what's happening in Daily Plaza is now 100% that of the activities of people that are in an actual cult. Um, like, there was this one uh, moment where Negative uh, 48, the guy who's running this thing, told people to li- like form a single file line and like walk towards some- something. And the crowd just did it. And like normally, when you're when you're in a group of people that are like normal and just just hanging out and doing stuff, that that line will like bunch up. Some people will be moving slower, other people will be moving faster. These people were walking in a snake line in like perfect harmony, and it's just it's unsettling to see these kinds of things that are happening there. And this is, and now they're talking about trying to find a place to actually stay. Uh, we talked about, I think, last week that there's a rapper named Prime Minister with a Y instead of an I in Prime who is talking about uh, nice, having a nice. yeah. He's got he's got property in the area that, that these people can go to, and 
this is look they've gone to the looking for a compound stage of the cult which is terrifying it's really really bad what's happening here and the worst part of, I mean, the worst part about it is that the negative 48 is very potentially going to get people hurt and uh, definitely going to have people like removed from their families and actually creating a cult in here. The other thing that drives me up a wall is that all the people that have promoted QAnon for these past four years that have done everything, that have laid the ground and thrown the seeds and sprinkled the water to grow shit like this happening, they're all going to disavow this immediately. They're all going to be like, this shit has nothing to do with QAnon. I don't have, I don't have any truck with it. This ain't me. I didn't do it. La, la, la. I'm not listening. And they're all going to pretend that they don't have blood on their hands from this shit when they all fucking do. Everyone that was promoting this movement for all this time has led to this clown being able to round up like two or 300 people, drag them to Daily Plaza, and have them spend nightly vigils waiting for JFK Jr. to burst out of the Earth's crust in the grassy knoll and declare himself Trump's vice president or something. Uh, I'm I'm just thinking it's going to be kind of like i think he's gonna be bigger i don't know if you've seen uh cabin in the woods it's just gonna be the final scene from that he's gonna come up and just jfk jr is gonna be a huge molten titan just rip the world in half and i, I think that's fair i think it's time we've had a good run oh, I, I, that would be i would accept that that'd be a good payoff to all of this stuff at this point um, i just like the idea that jfk jr is gonna erupt from the earth's core like so much celestial yeah <laughs> rip it on open man you know from the comic book series earth x and from nothing else (laughs) (laughs) oh boy now uh one thing i want to point out about this shit is that the guy negative 48 who his first name is mike and his last name is very long and i'm not going to butcher it and fuck the guy for giving him attention but he stole the name negative 48 from five different q drops that had a uh, it was one of those things where Q just throws bullshit out there that has no context, no actual logic to it. Um, like uh, Q drop twenty nine sixty four is just clear all nons bracket negative forty eight end bracket Q, and then the next Q drop is dark pattern active negative forty eight limb no nons Q. So it, it was Q just trying to be weird and cryptic and stupid with this crap. And this guy who is in the Dramatria and all of this this just weird attempts at prophecy and all this nonsense where but if you take this one sentence and you run it through Dramatria, then you take another sentence and run it through Dramatria, it comes out the same number. So those sentences are somehow cosmically linked. So it all makes sense in the energy of the world. That's, that's how this works. Oh, this guy. Okay. Yeah, this guy, like, very, he really obviously wanted to do something like this, and he managed to get people to buy into his uh, readings through the Dramatria. And then one day he was like, hey, people, I, I ran the numbers, and JFK Jr. is coming back this weekend, so fly out with me to Dallas. Let's go to Daily Plaza, because that's where he's going to show up. And he got a crowd, which is terrifying. And I, I almost wish we were big enough that we could afford to go down there and just talk to some Jamokes. I feel like I know enough buzzwords that I could blend in and just genuinely talk to some people. But I'm also glad that we are not because they terrify me. 
Yeah, be careful what you wish for. It's at some point we, when we become podcast millionaires, like we'll we'll sort of be on the hook to do shit like that, <laughs> or the very or the very least we'll have to do some some live shows that might put us through uh, through QAnon territory. Live like shows. Said, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm proud to have I'm proud to have finally started to get my my first uh, my first slow trickle of hate follows on Twitter. Uh, people that follow me on Twitter, when I go to vet their profile, they have like the American flag, but the stars spell out a Q or whatever. I'm just like, ah, yes, thank you for thank you for supporting my my Twitter and uh, trying to pay attention to me. I will block you, but I, but I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really pay attention to whoever's following me, so if I have any uh, congratulations on my weird uh, anime posts and like just responding to people that do way more research to me, so have fun. Oh, I love my reply guys. They all they, they they warm my heart. They're I have a few that are like really active and invested. Uh this one guy got himself a timeout for being a little too anti-Semitic, but he's back and I really wanted and I really wanted him to come back because one of the last things he said to me was that the Confederacy was based as fuck. And I just want him to defend that statement. And so like he came back and I'm like, hey, buddy. Why'd you say the Confederacy was based as fuck? He's like, what do you mean? What's the context of that statement? I'm like, there's no context. You said those words. Explain why you said that. I want you to defend white supremacy and the ownership of slavery. That's what I want. I want you to back your comment up. And he's he's all just like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I'll quote tweet you if you really need me to. But I just want you, I just want you and your hateful bigotry to be owned by you, a hateful bigot. So please. So yeah, all my hate, so all my haters and losers out there, I appreciate you as our esteemed former. As, our, as, as people who follow me on Twitter may have seen, I've I've labeled our hate listeners slash hate viewers on Twitter wretched babies. They're the opposite of our beautiful babies. So shout out to you, shout out to any wretched babies listening to the podcast. Uh, please consider putting your hate money into our Patreon account so that at some point we will be uh, successful enough to do a live show tour and we can go to Dallas and you can come tell us how much you hate us. And we will tell you that JFK Jr. is in the audience and you'll believe us because you're rubes. <laughs> and Dallas would be fun. I want to do Memphis. That's this is my this is me just wishing I want to do Memphis, go to the the glass. How many pyramid. how many feet away from Beal would you like to be? Hmm. That's know. a that's a slider. Oh my god! Did, did my did my reference hoodwig the both of you? Yeah, I got me. I, yep. I was trying to engage with it until I caught up. Come on, guys, get with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so uh, I, I, wow. I failed. I, I should. I should have been better. I will strive uh, to only, only wish the listener could have seen the slack jawed, like deer in headlights look on your faces as you were both just like, "Oh no, neither of us have understood L's reference." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, do, do we have anything else to talk about this? The the, the Dealey cult. I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun and weird and terrifying that those people are still there, but they're not really doing anything, right? They're just sort of like walking in lines and just sort of hoping that. JFK Jr. decides to reapparate on planet Earth where his dad got killed, far, far away from where he was killed. Yeah, that part's super ultra weird. But no, I mean... They got, and, they got together and they sung We Are the World, which was really like creepy and eerie. And I don't know that's a very good idea for a group of uh, adults to be saying We Are the Children, um, especially when you've been hoodwinked by a con artist into living in Daily Plaza for weeks and weeks at a time. 
I guess it's better than Daddy's Home. Yes, uh, small victories, small victories, and all you gotta, that. You gotta take it where you can. Yeah, I, the good the good news is is that uh, there is there are people leaving, and there are people who've become disillusioned with Negative Forty Eight because shocker of shockers, there's been no payoff, and there never will be. Yeah. So uh, on that on that side of things, good, but on the side of the fact that this ever happened in the first place, bad. So I just... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm, it's something that has to be monitored because... If they actually do get a compound and they actually do move somewhere, that's what Negative 48 wants. He wants to be this version of David Koresh. He wants to be a cult leader. And that's pretty obvious given what he's done to this point and the fact that he's talking to people about, hey, can we find a place for me and the people that are following me to stay indefinitely? Question mark. Uh, oh, Mike, you really? You, you, you just forced that? me. You just forced me to swallow my super sellout pill, so I wasn't just like, "Good, let him." Like, I mean, what, like, because I don't know. Historically, I feel like we sort of know how the compound works out, and like, it, my, my Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, L was just like, "Let them all go there," and then I had to swallow my pill and just be like, "No, that would be bad. Please, no." The sanctity of life, <laughs> yeah. etc. Looks, yeah. looks to Guyana. Looks to, looks to Waco. Looks to uh, Heaven's Gate was in California. I love how you, fi- they- you figure that like the people that are getting onto the compound, like arming up and stuff, they're just like, yeah, we're building this compound. And at some point, we're going to go out and we're going to kill our enemies. And then it's just like, ooh, you didn't read the pamphlet. These guns are not for our enemies. They're to defend us while we do the thing that we're probably about to do. JFK Jr. has decided not to arrive in Dallas, so we will go to him. But first, quench your powerful thirst with this Kool-Aid. marching to the sea into the sea and that would be terrible because i've sold out again i i i've injected myself with uh with sell out sell sell out at all is the name of the uh the the drug it's powerful it courses in my veins and it gives me an appreciation for life that i don't know really care about (laughs) oh god anyway Uh, hey all of this dealey plaza shit is old hat that 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 white guy with a gun that was 60 years ago baby we got white guy with a gun today so let's talk about the kyle rittenhouse trial it seems like it's important and topical. It's certainly more important than the Dealey Plaza shit, right? I mean, because uh, <laughs> I do know that the jury has asked to review the video evidence again uh, in their deliberations. I think they're on day two. I'm, yeah. su- I'm surprised they're fucking uh, uh, old time a Southern judge. I, c- I couldn't possibly allow you to view that footage. In fact, I've instructed all of that footage to be burned. 
<laughs> like, uh, th- uh, that guy is just so in the pocket. It's just insane. I, 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 I can't imagine him letting them letting the jury look at any evidence. I so this is my prediction. I don't know what the you can give me the line on this. I think he'll be found guilty, and I think this judge will just give him like time served. I yeah I I I I see it that way in a lot. I see something happening where he gets gets convicted of a lesser charge, and then the judge gives him the absolute barest minimum possible. I think that's po- I think that is a possible outcome. Uh, it's this has been one of the weirdest trials to see through the lens of social media, because on the one hand you have these bad faith right wing actors who. Don't give a fuck about anything. The, the same people that were saying that the cop that killed George Floyd didn't do anything wrong and are, and are just pathological in uh, promoting this bullshit for their audience. And that's just that's just how they operate. And then I've seen people who I think are acting in good faith who are ju- who are just saying stuff like, look, what he did was bullshit, but. It, by the letter of the law, he, he was defending himself. So this, it, it's awful, but he's going to walk and he, he's right to walk. And then I've seen people say, no, he fucking killed those people and it's bullshit. And the law says that like, the first thing you have to do is if you're in a situation like this, you have to retreat. You, like only when yeah, you are. He's not Judge Dredd. He, the people he shot, if they were committing crimes, should have a trial. They don't get to. Because Kyle Judge Dredd Rittenhouse shot them dead in the street. And that's called murder. It or maybe manslaughter. I don't know exactly what charges they're going for him on, but like you a citizen do not get to shoot criminals in the street. You're not the American sniper. You're not the, he I mean that yeah, was but only one of them had a bag him. and the other one yeah. had a skateboard. Yeah. So like what's and, a guy to do? Yeah, I that's Judge Dredd. Like that's where we are. Yeah, so I've, I've seen I've just seen so many people talking about this in so many different ways, and and between that and the and the judge being in the bag for him, the idea that he is going to walk has been pretty powerfully stated on social media, and I don't know I, I I'll have to see what the jury does before I know what happened. Basically, I I feel like lesser charges are very possible, but. I'm a lay person. I'm a moron. I don't know the legal system. I've watched as much of the trial as I could, but I'm biased. I think the kid murdered people, and I think that he should go to jail for forever. Well, I mean, so, so like the 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 first shooting, what like the first shooting is the stickiest of the wickets, right? Because it's just like you know, there's sort of ambiguity as to like how that started or whatever, and, and may, maybe he really did shoot that guy in self defense, but. The other people just saw someone like shooting a rifle into a crowd of people and went to engage to stop that person in any other circumstance that person should be labeled a hero, right? They saw an active shooter situation and they like went up with their fucking skateboard or whatever and tried to take the dude out, but because, you know, like Kyle Rittenhouse is just such a a delightfully apple-faced little white American boy. And he was just there to stop dangerous Black Lives Matter protesters slash rioters from raising our city to the ground for no good reason. Like, all of a sudden, it's just like, hey, that guy that tried to stop this active shooter, yeah, guess what? He's not a hero. He deserved to die. He deserved to get shot and killed by the active shooter. 
And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, what alternate dimension are you guys living in right now? That's what makes this so confusing to me, is it's just the idea that, like, if you get into that first altercation where someone comes at you, and then you get yourself in a moment where now it's quote-unquote self-defense for you to kill that person, and you kill them, and now a mob of people come charging at you, it's like you unlocked, like, the self-defense skill set, and now you can just kill that entire mob, and it's all self-defense. Yeah, it's like like the kill mode in the Spider-Man outfit. We see we have detected that you have murdered someone in self-defense. Kill mode activated. And it's just like all of a sudden everyone around you becomes a target because yeah. they're trying to stop you from murdering people with your rifle. Yeah. It, it's and, well, and they're just like, well, one of those guys had a gun. And it's just like, isn't part of the whole argument of like being able to carry and conceal a personal firearm this exact situation? Like a, a bad guy with a gun is shooting people in the street, and you, a good guy with a gun, can produce your gun to try to stop them. Like that's literally their their excuse for why we're allowed to have weapons still. But in this circumstance, they're just like, well, but the guy that was shooting in the crowd, he was actually a good guy, so the bad guy with the gun shouldn't have got his gun out. And it's just like, yeah, that's the sort of confusion that us stupid liberals have been saying the whole fucking time makes the good guy with a gun argument ridiculous like circumstances are not always the same but typically if somebody is shooting into a crowd of people they're a bad guy with a gun oh one of of my favorite things is that the first guy that rittenhouse killed was a, a criminal who had a track record and i think even had some uh like child sex or like some pedophilia or some other crimes like that. And these people are like, Rittenhouse killed a pedophile and now people are trying to come at him because the left is all for pedophiles. And my reaction is Love him. Do you think that do you think that Rittenhouse was playing a fucking video game where this guy conned pedophile to him? Do you think this guy had like his rap sheet floating over his head so that Rittenhouse could see it? Rittenhouse didn't know who this guy was when he pulled the trigger on him. He could have been shooting Mother Teresa for all he knew. It's so ridiculous to, after the fact, be like, oh, that guy was a bad guy, so Rittenhouse killing him is a good thing. Because that's not how we judge who gets shot by people. Again, if that person did commit those crimes, he should be tried by a jury of his peers and not shot in the streets by some fucking teenager. (laughs) But yeah, who who the, who the hell made Kyle Rittenhouse Judge Judy and ex- Executioner? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Well, oh. Joe Rogan says it. Joe Horsepill Rogan says it's all a cult. The the left is a cult, and we're railroading. Uh, poor good dear old, Kyle. Yeah, poor dear Kyle. Yeah. So Joe Rogan uh, was at a uh, meeting of the smooth brained minds, and I, when I'm spe- when I speak of smooth brains, I mean marbles. I mean that smooth. It was Joe Rogan, uh, Alex Jones, who uh, BT Dubs just uh, lost another series of uh, lawsuits by default in Connecticut. So he's going to be on the hook for hopefully even more millions of dollars uh, coming next year. So if you're dumb enough to buy his brain force or his vitamin D or any of that shit, know that you're literally just doing nothing but handing money to the families of Sandy Hook and trying to get Alex to keep his house. Through, so, through, a, through yeah. a, a sim. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, so uh, they were joined by uh, Tim Poole, uh, one of the dumbest people on the internet, and Blair White, who uh, the less said the less said about her, the better, because that's a sad story. Um, 
But uh, Joe decided to tell us all that this is a left-wing cult. And yeah, and that poor Kyle's being jammed up by the system, man. And it's really interesting how Rogan has gone from in early 2020 being like, hey, I'd vote for Bernie Sanders. I think Bernie's the change America needs to uh, smash cut to about two years later at the end of 2021 being like, Kyle Rittenhouse is an American hero. And it's just, I mean, seriously, how how can you go on that journey that quickly and, and, and mean both of those things? Because I really can't imagine being Viva la Revolution and having a Rose Twitter emoji account and being for, like, socialism in America. And then, uh, like, 18 months later, you are hoping to have – you're like, hey, Kyle Rittenhouse, come on the Joe Rogan experience after you get acquitted, which you should be because these charges against you are bullshit. That's just – that's really wild that that's the world we live in where, like, the god of podcasting is saying that shit now. Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, they do share a similar level of acting ability. So I could see why they would be bros. We went from the – he went from the least funny guy on uh, – news radio to like the god of boss podcasting yeah and, uh. and i mean well you know like it, it, at least it just means that he probably uh, took a little he uh, took a little of the shine off of adam carolla who was previously the like fucking like <laughs> tr- trying to trying to play blows both sides but clearly uh clearly some sort of stupid fucking libertarian guy uh podcast king uh yeah this is so dumb um yeah. which is so easy like man how deep are the pockets of all of these rubes Again, I've said I've said it so many times. We're playing for the wrong side if we want to make any of that money. Liberals yeah. are so tight pocketed. Well, you got to remember they they're real deep, but you can fuck around and find out. Uh, I learned today that Alex Jones lost that Connecticut lawsuit, uh, but in Texas, the one he lost, uh, his protege Owen Schroyer is also on the hook for that and got named because. Alex sent him out to uh, do his dirty work, so <laughs> he's going to get fucking raked over the coals. Uh, oh. And to to get legally raked over the coals, uh, we look, can look no further to one Steve Bannon, who actually is facing some consequences, it seems. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I think Steve Bannon is going to, in about a year or a year and a half or so, uh, get himself somewhere between like three to nine months in a club fed because he's a fucking clown. Uh, uh, my, my boy Torbs, the guy who runs Gab, uh, made a post where he was like, why didn't Bannon just uh, go before the 1-6 committee and plead the fifth and just get out of there because now he might go to jail and my reaction was because Steve Bannon has a brand. Steve Bannon couldn't be a weak beta cuck and go before the one six committee and be like, I plead the fifth to all your questions. Um, can I leave now, please, Miss Cheney? Can I go? Because he got, he, I think, I think, I think he basically wanted to see if they had the balls to actually go after him. And then when he got indicted, he was like, Oh, okay. They're really going to do this. Then fuck them. And he went to the FBI, turned himself in, uh, got the mugshot and all that kind of stuff, 
came out from his processing and and then he was like, I'm going on the offensive. I'm coming for you, Pelosi. I'm coming for you, Schiff. I'm coming for you, Biden. And this is the Steve Bannon brand, him being all bombastic and arrogant and just shaking his fist at the evil libs. And I, I, I do wonder if he, I mean, to me, he has to be banking on only getting probation. I mean, this, this is a man who does not want to spend a day in a jail cell. But uh, he's been indicted for two counts of contempt of Congress, and each count carries with it a maximum of one year in jail. And so it is very possible he could do a year or so of time. I think he would do less. But again, if you're CV4 shirts and you're in, you're, you're the peak physical specimen that that guy is, I, I mean, man, I can't imagine doing any time in prison. That would probably be uh, massively no bueno. But he's, he's going to ride this out. And I'm pretty sure that if you tune into the Bannon War Room now, instead of him plugging whatever dick pills and supplements he shills like Alex Jones, he's probably directing you to BannonDefenseFund.org to help him yeah. fight the libs. And I all figure that he's shit. just turning this all into money. It's the next grift. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And I mean, hey, maybe he's thinking, yeah, three months in prison. I could probably write a book. Uh, I can make it work. I mean, it, it's like it's really sick that that's like part of your business model now. Is like, how will I deal with my time in prison? <laughs> oh man, uh, well, that seems we- uh, that seems fun. Uh, do we want to do we want to cut to our uh, our wonderful wonderful ad read for the week before we uh, switch over to our swollen listener mailbag? That sounds like a good idea to me. All right. Well, time time for us to put the ad in Adventures in Hell World with a message from our sponsors. The big picture of misinformation seems to get worse each day. QAnon, COVID, the 2020 election, January 6th, climate denialism, and so much more. What are journalists, social media platforms, and society doing about it all? Enter Prism Meta News, a media company on a mission to help you keep eyes on the many fronts of the misinformation conflict. Prism's newsletter, This Week in Misinformation, is a fact-based clearinghouse for all you need to know to stay in the fight. The summary of Top Stories is an easy five-minute read, or you can dig deep through the 100-plus links included each week. As far as email signups go, this one is worth it. Put a dent in misinformation culture by getting the free This Week in Misinformation newsletter delivered to your email box. Find Prism Meta News on Twitter or Facebook, or go straight to prismmetanews.substack.com to sign up. And thank you, uh, Prism Meta Media, for uh, sponsoring us and being a part of the show, as it were. I did one of Prism's uh, spaces last week, and uh, it was very fun. And I really just hope that the work they're doing uh, gets out to more people. And I hope not doing. uh, We're just not doing phrasing anymore. Uh, you know, uh, one of, I did one of Prism Spaces, eh? Mm. Yes! Hey, that's what Twitter... That's the terrible term Twitter used for their uh, weird live stream that we... What, Clubhouse! That was the name of the business thing that came and was immediately destroyed by all the actual tech giants. So yeah. yeah. They, should just re- they should rebrand it to something a little less uh, provocative, like Backdoor. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that, that that way we could tell we could tell people how fun it was to do Nexus's back door. Yeah, we were we were in Nexus's back door the other night. It was great. Yeah. 
god, the the the, aggre- the aggressive t- t- uh, collar tugging from Sarge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, as uh, as creepy and horrifying as all that was, and I'm now getting word that we've had all of our ads canceled and they want refunds. That's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, it's time to check out ye old mailbag. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Give them to me. Uh, so uh, Snorlax CPAP says, uh, with Polly tweeting out that Attack on Titan video, what's the next anime you would like to see featured in an absolute insane tweet and from which politician? Oh, boy, I don't know. Uh, it'd be real wild if um, Biden just tweeted out him going Super Saiyan. Saiyan. Uh, I think I would enjoy that quite a bit. So, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like so many conservative politicians have uh, have like enemies yeah. list, but I'd I'd really love a uh, I'd really love Trump uh, from the Death Note scene uh, where the the kids just like orgasmically writing down names in the book, and they're using a bunch of different like camera angles and like directing trickery to make a dude writing names in a book look extra dramatic, where it's like a pin flies off the paper, just sweat flies off of his head. That, that would be great. <laughs> But Trump is just writing down like Nancy Pelosi, Barack Obama. <laughs> oh my god! I just I just thought of I just, I was just thinking of that of that scene and like uh, Trump writes down Hillary Clinton's name and then they smash cut to the scene of her, her her fainting from her pneumonia when she was campaigning against him in 2020 and they just and the, and the Secret Service like stuffing her in the SUV and driving off and. Like just the incredible dopamine hit that like we QAnon nerds would get from that would be uh, excessive and terrifying. And um, I wish yeah. I, I wish I could come up with with one for liberals, but the problem is that liberals are just so boring. I mean, I support them, but they're just they're they're just way too boring for anime. Like who who's the who's the most exciting liberal? Like uh, the most exciting Democrat or whatever is probably AOC. I just can't yeah. picture photoshopping her onto anything that's like worth a shit. <laughs> because they're just uh, they're all snooze palooza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something with like Evangelion, but it's just like, uh, I, I yeah, anything with it. AOC and Ava. Someone can come up with that. That would be fun. Yeah. But what part of Ava? Just j- just all of it. Yeah, anything, <laughs> whatever you want. Make her one of the robots fighting angels. I don't know. Or, um, yeah. No, I'll stay with that. I can only dig this hole deeper, so yeah. we'll, we'll just we'll pull the cord there. I, I would just want Marjorie Taylor Greene to do one of the Dragon Ball, just do Dragon Ball Z, because that's basically what QAnon is, where they promise you, in the next episode, Hillary Clinton will be totally arrested, and then smash cut to the next episode, and time actually stands still again. Next week, on QAnon Z, Hillary Clinton will be arrested. That's the entire season. And it just, oh, man, and I, I can't remember the name of the character, but it was one of the Ginyu Force. It was the fat frog guy who could, like, stop time when, as long as oh. his breath was held. And, man, yeah. there was one episode where he's just got like Krillin and Gohan frozen in time and he's just like oh boy I'm gonna get you you can't believe how badly I'm gonna get you now that you're under my power I'm gonna get you so bad next time on Dragon Ball Z ooh I'm gonna you don't even know I'm gonna get you so bad <laughs> yeah. yeah I just remember even when I was a kid I was like super in for the Dragon Ball Z ride I was just like man fucking frog guy shit or get off the pot 
Like, get him or don't. <laughs> See, and there's a whole episode they cut from America where Frog Guy gets his head cut off and just flies around freezing time as a cut off head. <laughs> I mean, it seems a lot easier to hold your breath when you don't have lungs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... If you strike him down, he will come back more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> So uh, thank you for the question, uh, Snorlax CPAP. Uh, Cleodora Silverstry asks, uh, how loud was your burst of laughter when you heard that anti-vaxxers were trying to remove the vaccine from their bodies using borax baths and drinking bleach? Um, yeah, the, yeah. so this was a thing where uh, people that were uh, bowing to the vaccine mandates and um, – in getting vaccinated to keep their jobs, uh, were rushing home and scrubbing their arms with borax and taking baths like filled with like various like uh, new wave hippy dippy uh, chemicals that would like detoxify your body from the vaccine and 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 keep you pure and and remove all the negative consequences of getting the shot from you. Um, I saw that some people were using snake bite kits. Like, which is almost a good idea. It doesn't work. But I, I saw that a number of anti-vaxxers, instead of in a, in a thing that almost makes sense, were using uh, snake bite kits where it pulls out the venom. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, they were running out to their cars after getting the vaccine, just like, oh, so they can get that that sweet, sweet vaccine card. Yeah. My, my, uh, my, my veins and arteries are still bulging with a sellout and all. Uh, so I, I think that it's a shame that these people are going through, going to such lengths to use dangerous home remedies, including drinking bleach to try to eliminate the, the, like that's, that's dangerous that they might hurt or injure themselves or even possibly die. And we wouldn't want any of that. That would suck. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the bleach drinking. I haven't seen a lot of the MMS. I did see, hear about the borax arm rubbing, and to me, it's kind of a win-win because they think they they cheated the toxin out of their body, and they're actually vaccinated, and it's less likely for them to get COVID or transmit it. So, whatever gets you through it, whatever gets you to take the shot and do it. Great. God bless you. Just like we'll, we'll all. You know what we should do? We need to convince them that the flu vaccine uh, will like counteract the coronavirus, the danger of the coronavirus. So, like, it's just like, guys, here's the new medical secret. If you go out and get your flu shot, the flu shot will prevent the coronavirus vaccine from modifying your DNA. It's been scientifically proven. So just nice, go get nice, your flu nice. shot immediately. That seems like the best way to do it, right? Yeah. That's perfect. That is so good. We need a we need a QAnon promoter to say that. So if there's a QAnon promoter who actually wants to try to save their audience and do a good thing, please pivot to that. Yeah. Hey, Sather, I know you're listening. I did my own research. I need to use your platform to get flu shots into people to stop the dangerous vax. I've been on your side the whole time. I'm a white hat. My hat is so white. It's it's covered in double wagyu beef. You don't even know. Yeah. Oh man, double wagyu. Yeah. It, it's oh, made of wagyu leather, and I've literally just stripped strips of wagyu beef to it, like Lady Gaga. <laughs> that, but not like Lady Gaga because uh, she's a Satanist or whatever. Yeah, right yes. yes. <laughs> great save, great save, L. Uh, <laughs> Wipe sweat for brow. Yes, that, that went smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> great. Raise my hand up off the death note. All right. Yeah. Yep. Safe for one more day. 
Yeah. So uh, Bobby Ellis asks, uh, how many times will Alex Jones have to sell his house to pay for these lawsuits? Uh, For those of you who don't know, Alex Jones has constantly talked about selling his house on his show. And the house has either been sold or has been on the brink of selling like four different times in the past like two years. So he's probably going to have to sell that house about like 10 or 20 times to cover uh, the the massive uh, amount of... um, settlements he's going to have to cover. What was really funny was I was reading um, one of the articles about his settlements in Connecticut and his lawyer was like, we'll be appealing this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that means a Alex has to pay the lawyer who is Norm Pettis, one of Alex's friends, but that guy ain't working pro bono for Alex because no one would do that. And how do you appeal a default judgment? How do you go to a different judge and say, Hey, different judge, we fucked around in Texas and lost by default, and now we've fucked around in Connecticut and lost by default. But this default ruling was against us in Connecticut was bullshit because we were totally playing by the rules. We were totally doing what we were supposed to do. And what new judge is going to look listen to them and go, hmm, yeah, that sounds right. I will let you have another bite at the apple now. Because, and the thing is, even if he won that appeal, all that would mean was that he would have to go to court and defend himself in court, which, due to these default settlements, it's pretty obvious he knows he fucking can't, which is why he's doing what he's doing. So, even if he were to win and have a trial, he would still lose, and he would just be giving his lawyer more money. So, that's probably why the lawyer wants to appeal. It's it's probably what Norm's doing. Yeah. Then he would have to pay his lawyer more money, and he'd have to sell yet another layer out of his Matroska house. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so, yeah, uh, all of this is great, and uh, 2022 is going to be awesome because one day I'm going to wake up and wander to social media, and it's going to be like Alex Jones owes X millions of dollars to the families uh, to the families of Sandy Hook from Texas lawsuit. And then another day it's going to say that he owes Y amount of millions to the families uh, from Sandy Hook from a Connecticut lawsuit. And it's really like, boom, take that, you piece of shit, Alex Jones. You deserve to get every nickel they take from you is well earned. Can't wait to see the uh, the, the sweet, sweet hot takes from uh, from QAnon people. Like, I'm sure there's going to there's gonna be some some assholes out there that are just like, can't believe all these families are trying to profit off of the death of their kids. Such, such <laughs> animals. And it's just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Alex Jones deserves to get blood dry for all of his, all of his currency. Oh, 100% yeah. currency. They're, yes. they're coming for him. Yes. Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, in some states that help with healthcare uh, coming close to collapsing, when the inevitable crisis hits, uh, how will QAnon types and the and the Republicans react? Uh, they'll blame Democrats. They'll blame Biden. It's all it's all it's 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 everyone's fault but us. The fact that we have not taken uh, vaccination and treatment seriously at all uh that's on the other people and oh yeah by the way the virus was made in china and uh fauci promoted it and and did the gain of function and all this stuff just just blame 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 deflect 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 and uh we did our negligence didn't kill you the the bad people killed you and for most of republican voters that's gonna work because they just want to hate democrats and blame them for everything anyways 
Yeah, that seems like it's got it about covered. I mean, I yeah. wish I could jump in there with something pithy and uh, and, and more yeah. on the nose than that, but sometimes sometimes Mike Range just nails it. You just knock it out of the park. <laughs> thank you so much. So thank you for the question, Reverend Xenofact. Uh, Pan- Pancake Peasant asks, uh, one up in conspiracy theorists by raising them in an even crazier theory is wildly entertaining. Have any of you done this, and what was your favorite result? Um, I, I think uh, basically just... I had a, I had a person that was not well, basically, in, 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 with these kinds of things. And I just explained to them that what they were talking about was so, like, convoluted and nonsensical that why wouldn't the bad guys just nuke everybody, which, when, which, when they had the ability to do that under Clinton, under W, under Obama – and now under Biden, but they could just do it. They could, like, if the bad guys were just trying to destroy humanity and give the world to Satan, they could just they could have just pushed a button for the past like forty odd years and achieved it. And why wouldn't they do it? And the then they had to pivot into this whole thing about Satan's machinations and this whole thing being like some sort of cosmic ballet between God and the devil. And then I was like, well, why doesn't God just kill the devil? And then it it was it was it's fun putting them on the back foot, and that's like one of the rare things that you can actually do when you're face to face with one of these people. But on the internet, you can't do it because if you ever do backfoot someone, they'll just stop talking to you because they don't want to engage, or they'll just ignore what you said and talk over you and go to a different thing. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, as funny as it is, the spitball counteracting uh, conspiracy theories with more benign or, or even net positive conspiracy theories, like like my clever idea to trick people into thinking that the flu vaccine will get rid of the COVID vaccine. Uh, the, it's much harder to do in practice because like people yeah. people just like stick to their dumb confi- like mostly the the problem is that these people don't want to be told by a liberal like like yeah. not, not, a, not a lot of liberals out there on the dangerous conspiracy theory front i'm sure there's like a non-zero amount of them but like all the ones that are making headlines are conservatives and a liberal could literally go out to them and just be like guys I need you to stop. I need you to stop doing what you're doing for a moment to just listen to me. Fire is hot. It will burn you. And they would just be like, fucking liberal fire is not that hot. And that's just like, so the problem is like, you can tell them whatever you wanted. They're just going to, they're just going to push back against you because of your like political affiliation, because you're not one of the, one of the boys. You're not a pure blood in either of the ways. (laughs) (laughs) God, that sounds so awful. I don't know how they ever got to the point where they thought, you know what? Let's call ourselves pure bloods. And that, I mean, I know exactly how they got to that point. Yeah. They were just like, Oh, it works on two levels because we don't have any of the dirty vaccine in our blood. And we don't have any dirty ethnicity in our blood. I see it works on two levels. We're so we're so clever and witty. Yeah. No one will ever know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just here like a person with a, a rational brain that doesn't want to say incredibly racist things. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the question, uh, Pancake. And uh, our last question is from uh, Troy McClure, who asks, uh, have all have you have all you stumbled across this Arizona 24 seven channel on YouTube, nearly 200,000 subscribers. And he says his name is Scott and uh, it's uh, pretty pilled. Um, I haven't gotten deep into it because Arizona is 
now apparently like is the new headquarters of QAnon in America because the dum dums that run Arizona's Congress were like, "Well, let Cyber Ninjas do an audit here," and and that's the problem is that when you uh, open the door for any amount of QAnon crazy, it all comes flying. And now they have a uh, Trump-approved candidate for governor and secretary of state who both admitted they would not have certified the election of Biden because he obviously cheated, even though their boys at CyberNin just said that Biden won by even more votes than the official count said he won by. Um, So it's... I understand why someone would have a YouTube channel called Arizona news and have 200,000 subscribers and be promoting the bullshit content this guy's doing because Arizona's catnip to these people. Now Uh, what's really funny to me is that Ron Watkins has apparently forgotten that he's running for Congress. Like all Ron is doing is just, he's just posting all the shit that everybody else is posting. He's, He's just like Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent and our votes are being stolen from us and blah, blah, blah. At no point in all of his posts does he ever say anything. And he's like, and when I'm representing the good people of Arizona, I'm going to introduce a bill. It's like he did the announcement that he was going to run for office as a publicity stunt, and then he got bored and just gave up on it. He's like, oh, running for office is hard. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I, I've done that like five times in my life where I'm like, I'm running for Congress. And, like, and they're like, man, are you really? I'm like, yeah, not really. I mean, it, it's work, man. I don't want to work. I just want to hang out with my Ray Ayanami doll and just be like, just chill or something. I don't know. So on a related man. note, Troy, if you ever write into the podcast with a question again, I must insist that you lead your next question with you may recognize me from such previous questions as have you seen Arizona News Network and whatever other questions you might be asking us. Really lean into that gimmick. Yes. Make us love you, Troy. <laughs> and that that reminds me, uh, I saw someone on uh, the internet post a message that was, was news radio really worth it? Because we lost Phil Hartman and we launched Andy Dick and Joe Rogan's careers. So like, if we could go back in time and just prevent news radio, it would have done a lot of good for the world. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I gotta I say. Mean, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Like, like if, if you think, if you think, Specifically, that news radio introduced Andy Dick and Phil Hart to to Phil Hartman, and therefore to Phil Hartman's wife to get her back on coke to have her kill her husband. Then, no, news radio is not worth it. I would much rather have Phil Hartman alive than news radio on the air. But that that's a that that's a multi step process. Uh, she was pretty unwell. Seems likely that if that was going to be her terminus for like that story, she was going to get there at some point anyway. But what do I know? Like, we'll only we'll only find out once we invent time travel technology, and then at some point somebody had tried to save Phil Hartman's life by uh, I don't know smashing uh, Andy Dick's knees in with a hammer. Bill Tanya Harding, bam. Yes, yeah. Uh, I dealt uh, poker to Andy Dick one time in Las Vegas, and you'll be very surprised to find out that he was drugged up out of his mind. He was. Did he try to grab your dick and balls? If I, no, because I don't. I don't even know that he was like lucid. I mean, he literally just folded for a half hour and didn't interact with anybody. And it was like his eyes weren't even like tracking. He was just he was he was physically in the room, but he wasn't there. It was really weird. Like someone pointed to there, like, "Hey, that's Andy Dick over there." And I'm like, like mm? I had to look look him up. I didn't even know. Who and you were like, "Who?" Yes, because yeah. Andy Dick hasn't been relevant like in 20 years. He yeah. had that weird. 
he had that weird uh, MTV show that was like his vehicle and really just all I remember about him anymore is that he got Phil Hartman killed and he had that weird show where he tried to get um, Ben Stiller to eat fake poop. Yeah. I just I remember him showing up on Community and me being very confused as to why the fuck Dan Harmon would would let Andy Dick on his show. I'm just like, come on, bud, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And and so that brings us to our question of numerous. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Um, uh, I, I will start because I have an adorable and wholesome uh, <laughs> Christmas photo shoot coming up uh i believe a week and a half from now ish it's like not this sunday but the following sunday uh a bunch of friends and i are we're gonna go to jc penny and we're gonna get some professional holiday photos taken of just our friendship group being a bunch of goofs it's a thing that i did with a with a group of my other friends like a, a decade or more ago uh and it's just like a nice fun a nice fun wholesome holiday time with friends you go out you put on some ugly sweaters you have a laugh um, the last time we did it, the, the photographer was over, over the moon that, uh, it was a group of like funny 20 somethings that are just there to have like a chill photo shoot and not some sort of horrible family she had to wrangle. Uh, so she gave us her employee discount and, uh, she was a real delight. So hopefully we'll just have like another good experience. And then I think we're going out for some hibachi afterwards and that'll just be a nice way to cap the evening. Uh, so I am looking forward to a wholesome holiday photo shoot with my friends, followed by hibachi, because I'm a fat guy and I love food. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking to play in some more Shin Megami Tensei Five. I'm having a surprising amount of fun with that game because it is a very hard old style uh, Japanese RPG, but they introduce some systems, so it's less that and it's more fun. And I get to su- play Demon Summoning Pokemon. And uh, it's I've just been having a blast with it. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to honestly uh, getting my booster shot because I work in an incredibly public facing uh, job, and the the beloved Commonwealth of Massachusetts has like declared like grocery store employees and X, Y, and Z employees are considered to be working in like high danger areas. But for some reason, casino employees are not. And I think that's like the most ridiculous thing in the world when you think of like standing in front of like six blackjack players or nine poker players or X number of roulette players for just hours and hours at a time. But uh, when they came out with the whole thing where like the, the FDA is going to approve boosters for fucking everybody in the next few days or so, I was just like, score, baby. Like, give, uh, I, I want to be as big a mudblood as possible. Like, I want, I want my, I want my vaccine stream to have a little blood in it at this point. I just want all of that good stuff there. And uh, beyond that, I'm looking forward to this Thursday night because uh, the Patriots have been beating the shit out of people and the Atlanta Falcons suck. So that should be a hoot and a holler because those two football teams have a hilarious history with each other. (laughs) I don't even know who the Chiefs are playing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think they're playing. Whoever they are, they're probably going to struggle to beat them because that's been sort of the Chiefs season this year. Yikes. Yes. Hey. So they thoroughly trounced the uh, Raiders. Yeah. You you woke up against uh, Vegas this week, which was wild. Uh, Pricks cost me me money because I had the under. So. uh. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you doubt us for so many weeks in a row with their history of losing 
or barely beating the team that you, put up, you put up 13 points against a team that had Jordan Love at quarterback. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Hey, we we had our our punter throw a pass in this last one. Uh the Chiefs will be playing the Cowboys on Sunday. Oh, well there's no way you're going to beat America's team. No. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Manifest destiny. L's love of the of the term America team for the for the Dallas Cowboys is one of my favorite enduring parts of this podcast and our friendship. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it. Re- it really just sticks in my craw. And part of the reason why it sticks in my craw is because the the team that was like unquestionably the best in the league for over two decades is named the Patriots. How much? How much more America's team can you get? Like. There's it's it's not like the fucking the it's not like the Washington football team used to be like the the Washington bald eagles like promoting gun violence like that's the only way you could really be more America's team yeah if I had to think if I had to think of something more more American between cowboy and patriot I know what side I'm landing on and one of them is good one one of those teams used to be good uh, yeah. like recently and another one of those teams used to be good like thirty years ago. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so the, the Chiefs' schedule for the rest of the year, they play the Cowboys, then they play the Broncos, then they play the Raiders again, then the Chargers. That one's nervous because they... When did this become it. Chiefs talk? Uh, you guys made it about football. I'm talking about America's team, the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Soon to be Kansas City football team. Yeah. I was about to mention that they're America's team because they're mildly racist. That's very American. Supposedly, they're named after a former mayor of uh, Kansas City. And chief is not a Native American term, but it became that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. What, was, was the former mayor named Chief Wahoo? Was, it, was <laughs> no, that him? Because we're not in Atlanta. That's Cleveland. Or is that Cleveland? That's Cleveland. Yeah. So, sorry, oh, sorry, I, uh, sorry, I mix it up. What was the name of your racist mascot that you guys got rid of? Uh, was it wasn't there some racist Indian that, that that rode that horse, and you just I mean, like pivoted to making the, the name War War Paint? The the horse's name was War Paint, and they used to have a guy ride out in like a full war bonnet, but they got rid of that in the seventies, and now it's just Arrowhead Stadium. If they stripped out, they could keep the Chiefs as a name. But they no. need to strip out all the uh, Native American iconography. Just be yeah, a I, mean, I, I, I don't think the people of Kansas City are going to stand for that. I'm, I'm uh, pretty sure the people of Kansas City want to continue to be racist. Yeah, yeah. It, hey. it's it's all kind of tied in together. I don't think it's as simple as that. So uh, we could be the Kansas City Wolves tomorrow, and I'd be fine. Yeah, yeah the great. The, uh, the, I was, I was going to finish up, uh, what else was talking about previously, the, uh, inside of the inside of the band of the, on the neck of uh Patriot jerseys actually has the phrase, we are all Patriots on it. So, I mean, it's such an easy, Terrifying. Slam dunk. it's such an easy slam dunk of a thing where it's just like, who doesn't want to be a Patriot? It's so obvious we're America's team. And it's like, nope, the rootin' tootin' shout cowboys. They're the, they're America. Cause again, uh, law enforcement with a proclivity towards using guns upon the citizenry, that's America. I mean, to be fair, they do represent America in one incredible, incredibly on-the-nose way, which is to think that Cowboys fans think their team is great when it turns out that their team kind of sucks. Yes. So I can't think of anything more more American than that. We're number one, baby, unless you count, like, healthcare or education or any of that stuff. Like, we're number <laughs> yeah. one number one in gun violence, and that's it. Yes. Oh, and incarceration. Go us. COVID yes. death rates, depending on the state. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Anyway, that's enough football talk. I mean, God, we, we've been talking about football for so long. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. And we're gonna I'm gonna produce our pogo sticks. We're gonna bounce out of hell world for the week. Uh, so thank you everybody for listening to another successful episode of Adventures in Hell World. Uh, as always, you can support the show for free by telling a friend or giving us a five star review or a thumbs up or however it works on whatever podcast platform you listen to us through. Or you could support us with money, which we would vastly prefer because we want to become podcast millionaires and we want to go to Dallas for a live show and get yelled at by QAnon people in person. Uh, and you can support us financially by going to patreon.com slash poker politics and uh, donating at any one of our tiers. But if you donate at $5 or above, you get access to all of our sweet bonus content, including Kabbalin, The Fallow's Deed, Sarge's Conspiracy Book Corner, and other series to uh, to follow. Uh, we actually have a superior, beautifuler baby for the week. Oh, a sweet, sweet donor uh, in the form of RN Nurshark, uh, who has donated to the $20 tier, and we thank them for their support very much. And in addition to their donation, they have uh, they have given us a little story uh, that we cleared with them to uh, read. It is brief, but it is entertaining. Uh, I was a nursing student up at 6.15 in the morning in order to get to my clinical assignment a little early. I was walking down the street. I found the lower half of a person hanging outside of the hedges that were in front of this fraternity house. I immediately went over and found the rest of him on the other side of the hedge, and I found a strong pulse, so I literally had to wake him up by pouring water from my water bottle on his forehead. He cursed at me. I think it was, get off me, bitch. But then he realized he couldn't get out of the hedge himself. So I helped him, and I walked him, arm over my shoulder, uh, I was having no idea how long he was there or how we got there. But as an aside, I think it says something when people leave you wedged in a hedge after a party. Anyway, I got him out and one of his forearms and wrists were about three times the size they should be. I told him I was walking to the hospital. It was only a block and a half away. And I told him that I'd take him to the emergency department. We went in and out of being surly and over lovely devilly saying, slow down, bitch. And then a second later, I've never had a stranger be so nice. You're my angel. This went back and forth. I got him to the emergency department registration desk. That's when I found out it was Donald Trump Jr. when he started giving his info. I made sure the triage nurse knew about him and that I had to go. And then I had to go to my assigned unit. Later, I saw him in, on campus with a cast and a sling. He never recognized me uh, other than he never recognized me any other time I saw him in passing. I sincerely don't think he would remember any of it. He was that drunk and he did smell of dry urine. But nursing students can handle that. I heard he was enrolled, but I was always hope. But I had always hoped I would never meet him because I would have been pretty skeptical of him after what I saw his dad do to Atlantic City. I'm glad it was a situation where I didn't know or say anything mouthy because he would have probably drunkenly swung at me, but accidentally fall over and hurt something else. Never really talked after that because I think he was in full blockout mode. So that is a that is a funny story about our wonderful, beautiful or baby for the week, Aaron Nurshark, and uh, their interaction with a uh, very intoxicated and injured and stuck in a hedge, uh, Donald Trump Jr. So there you go. Thank you so much for your support. And thank all of you for your support by just listening to the show or in any of the other superior ways you could support us. However, if you'd like to support uh, an organization that's trying to do a little good in the world, you can do so by donating some money to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And that's in their words. And it sounds pretty good to me. I'd like to thank DJ Minimal Effort for supplying our intro and uh, our intro music, although he still remains too good 
uh, for social media. Uh, you know, he's an enigma. You'll never, you'll never know who DJ Minimal Effort is because he refuses to be one of these cool cats with a TikTok doing flossing dances. Uh, but you know who does love flossing dances? That's our voiceover fr- artist friend, Frosty, who you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. He's the voice of Q when we need it, but you probably recognize him more as the person who does all of the bumps for the show, uh, including our mailbag and all that stuff. So thank you again, Frosty. If you can't get enough of myself and Sarge, you can listen to more of us on our pop media podcast, Binge Wordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y, where we talk about pop media. We've been doing a lot of movies recently because there's been a lot of movies to discuss. Right now we're in the middle of new release November. We have talked about Dune and our next podcast will be on the Eternals whenever we can schedule our recording for it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Binge Wordy. So for myself, Mr. Hellworld L., and my lovely, bald, and beautiful co-host, Hellworld Sarge, and the even more lovely, even less bald, QAnon expert extraordinary Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.